for fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Hey guys, it's another 336 Daily here. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day yesterday, whatever that means to you. Uh, this is Josh Droka, and as always, Section 336 and 336 Dailies are brought to you by Birdland Sports. That's my site for creating cool Orioles shirts. Shirts made by fans for fans. Support Birdland Sports means you're supporting Section 336. Go check that out, birdlandsports.com. New shirts. Seems like every day right now as I get ready for spring training. Now, yesterday Matt talked about the number 33 and how the number 33 excites him about the rotation and pitching and starts. And that's great and all, but we've been focused a lot on 336 about pitching because I think that's the weakness of the Orioles going into this season is the pitching. The pitching is exciting because of Grayson Rodriguez, because of hopes for some other guys like Tyler Wells and D.L. Hall. It's exciting because the bullpen was really good, but it's also the kind of part where you're a little, I hope this works out. I want to talk about the the lineup, though, because the Orioles' strong suit is their offense. And when you look at the lineup, they're all young. It's young players. And I was looking today at RotoChamp, and RotoChamp, their lineup's okay. I'm going to share with you where I think I want to tweak it a little bit. But what would you want your lineup to be? RotoChamp projects it as Mullins, Rushman, Henderson, Santander, Mountcastle, Urias, Stowers, Hayes, Fraser. Now, you notice Stowers is in there. They got Stowers as the DH and Fraser at second base. That's going to be where you see a change in me because I don't see Fraser at second base. I see Urias at second base. And I don't, and that's because I see Gunner at third base because what's their lineup missing? Their lineup's missing Mateo. And I think Jorge Mateo is a key part of the future of this team. And I think you need him there. You want, as we talk about the weakness of the pitching staff, it's, it's, I feel like it's going back to the Buck Showalter era of when you have pitchers that you don't have confidence in, you want to give them the best defense. And when you have that infield of Mountcastle, Urias, um, Mateo, and Gunner, that's the best defense you can give in that infield. You want to talk about turning some double plays? Give me those guys. You want to talk about having your pitchers back? Give me those guys. So here's what I project for the lineup. My prediction and how I would lay this lineup, and I would start with Cedric Mullins at the top. He's gonna, He's got a good chance to lead the league in stolen bases. He could easily get up to that 30 mark this year. Behind him, I would put Gunner. Nice, solid bat. Adley behind him, a solid bat with a little more power. Santander is your power hitter. Do you put him number four in that cleanup spot? Behind him, you put Mountcastle. Mountcastle has the strength, has the power. Um, but yeah, last year I talk about it as down year. He had twenty six home runs instead of, and that's we call that a down year. I want to see Mountcastle project back to that first first season, show that power, and I think putting him right behind Santander adds him some protection. Then you kind of round out with Fraser, again, a guy that's got some pop, can hit the ball. Uh, more protection for Mountcastle. Then you got Urias, Hayes, Mateo. 
the guys that are more defensively sound, but then you're wrapping it in with Mateo and that speed on the back end, where Mateo could steal just as many bases as Mullins if he had the opportunity, if we could just get him on base a little bit more. I really like this lineup. I think this lineup is really impressive. No matter how we're facing, I'd be comfortable with this lineup. You give me this lineup, and you're giving me four-plus runs a game, which is what I want. If you get less than that, it's disappointing. Four runs a game with this lineup, no problem. And that gives you a chance to win every single game if the pitchers can just put out quality starts. So my focus is the lineup. Now, I was going, there's a video going around on the internet right now from a Blue Jays podcast or video cast. Vidcast? I don't know. They're a video blogger. Blogger? Vlogger. That's, what the, that's the word I'm looking for. Called Blue Jay Today. And it's a daily, they make videos talking about Blue Jay stuff. But their video the other day was about the Baltimore Orioles. So I want to do something a little different. And I want to fit, close out 3 through 6 daily today with playing you. Their show from two days ago. Just a few minutes, but let's get a little perspective on what people across the border, uh, which is funny with the Blue Jays because it's literally across the border, but just outside of Maryland are thinking about the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles for most of the last few years have been, well, horrible. In 2021, they won a whopping 52 games, which is actually only a little bit better than their historically bad 2018 season, where they only won 29% of their games. Safe to say Baltimore fans have been down horrendously, but last year was a bit different. For the first time since 2016, the Orioles Orioles finished above 500. And let me tell you everybody, this was no fluke because the Baltimore Orioles are starting to become a really big problem. What's up everybody and welcome back to the channel. In this one, we're going to be talking about why the Baltimore Orioles are actually about to become really good. Before we get into it though, I encourage you guys to please hit the like and the subscribe button. We post daily MLB content, so I promise you won't regret it. Alright folks, let's get into the video. So, is Baltimore actually becoming good? Well, let's take a look at their lineup. First thing I notice when I look at that lineup is youth. Every single player in the Orioles starting lineup is 28 years old or younger, except for Adam Frazier, who bats ninth. That is a ridiculous amount of youth and should indicate that for a lot of these players, the best is still yet to come. And that is especially true when you consider who's on this freaking roster. Mullins, phenomenal, maybe one of the most underrated players in the league. Adley Rutschman, only one year into the league and already in the conversation for the best catcher in MLB. Gunnar Henderson, the current number one ranked prospect and the favorite to win rookie of the year. Now I'm not about to go through every single person on this team, but the point is folks that these guys, they're not slouches. And they're also not going to be alone for much longer. MLB recently released their top 100 prospect rankings and Baltimore currently has eight in the top 100. So not only is their current core filled with youth, they are going to get another wave of elite top tier prospects very soon. Now obviously I've really only been talking about offense so far in this video and offense is only one part of the game. There's that whole other thing called pitching and I'm going to be completely honest here, that is definitely where Baltimore has a bit of a fall off. Now they did pick up a few guys this offseason, Kyle Gibson for starters, like he is a 
okay dude. And they also have some decent dudes in Cole Irvin and Dean Kramer, but they're definitely missing that kind of locked in starter ace. Good news for them is Grayson Rodriguez is on the way. Rodriguez is the seventh overall prospect in all of baseball and commands a fastball that regularly touches triple digits. He's expected to make his debut this season and nobody expects his stocks to go anywhere but up. And believe it or not, Baltimore also has a very solid pen. The Orioles surprisingly finished with a top 10 bullpen last year and they're gonna look to do it again this season. Basically, I want everybody to take this video as a bit of a wake-up call. This is not the Baltimore team that won 52 games. Hell, this isn't even the Baltimore team that won 83 games last year. This team is a lot better than that. Effectively, what I'm saying, folks, is circle every series that your team plays against Baltimore because from here on out, folks, they're not gonna be gimmies. But guys, let me know what you think about this in the comments down below. Hit me with some record predictions for the Baltimore Orioles. Thanks so much for watching and I will catch you next time.